0: talk about it hey peeps me again rosie here and this is my another podcast of course and apparently i just found out via the rolling stones i read an article through another person that i follow on my twitter's timeline and apparently it seems there's a report going out of according to the rolling stones basically sources of sorts that they discovered that pretty much spotify And other, you know, music stream service apps, for some reason, are being bribed by some people in the music industry. And I guess with Selena Gomez and her complaints about not having people listen to her might really coincide with something like this happening. And I find it very strange and very suspect that this is happening, you know, during this time. And it's weird because it's like, you know, um, apparently a lot of people who are fans of BTS, and they call themselves the BTS Army because they're fans of that one Korean pop Asian guy group. And basically they were saying, they've been saying this for years, that they think that some artists are pretty much bribing their way into these platform streams. And the reason why we're hearing that in, you know, other places, like billboards and Grammys and all that stuff, is because these artists, some of them, and I don't know who could be, because they're not naming names, but they're saying that, apparently, it's being rigged, the music industry, for some reason. Like, it's basically a bunch of people using bribery tactics, so they can bump certain people into the so-called, they called the algorithm, as they call that. Basically, they're just only putting who they want to sell because those um, music, you know, management are basically or managers or management, I should say, are basically trying to just get on top of the game by basically buying out, you know, buying, you know, buying their way into basically to being the number one, you know, Top dog, basically, in the whole music industry. Or at least in the places like Spotify and so forth. I find that very unbelievable. I didn't think that it was a thing, but I guess it was. So I started retweeting that and reading all these comments from these BTS ARMY superfans. And basically they're saying that they feel that this is really happening. And now Rolling Stones, you know, basically talked about this. Except they never talked about BTS ARMY uh, fans mentioning this. They just basically decided to make an article about this. Which I find it I- ironic, even though these fans of BTS insisted they were the only ones only talking about this conversation in threads on Twitter. So I find it very compelling and crazy. So I'm just saying, people, it's basically something eye-opening that I guess maybe this is why the Grammys aren't going to be doing the right thing possibly this time around. Because probably because what BTS is saying and now what the Rolling Stones um, magazine companies journalists uncovered, unfortunately, which is kind of sad and sucks if you're into like current music and we don't know who's pretty much, you know, cheating their way into being number one or having most of their views and their stuff played more often than others. Technically, I'm going to say this to you guys straight up, I only listen to, like, current people, like, only a few current people, but majority of it is old stuff, and majority of it is from, like, a decade ago, or two decades ago, and, you know, between, like, early 2000s and late 90s, music I mostly listen to, And then just a few stuff from every other generation that's, like, previous to, you know, um, my age group. But other than that, you know, whenever I hear a good song, I'll hear it here and there, but I just won't really put so much emphasis on it. So that's what's pretty much going on, and that's what's pretty much happening. And the crazy part about that is that this is a thing that these people were talking about, and I'm just in disbelief. Of course, the not the Spotify and whoever, it you know is pretty much buying into you know the becoming the person or persons with the most strings. They're not going to say it, but it's very sad knowing, and very disheartening to know that this is what's happening. So basically, even if some of us were uh, able to vote online or via our phone and app and stuff like that. We're not going to be able to even have a fighting chance about whoever we want. Because now with uh, streaming platforms buying out basically the competition and pretty much bribing their way into the competition, it's just basically a cheater's game at this point. Which is pretty messed up. You know, I really couldn't believe it. I'm like, damn, way too much time on their hands. I was just thinking whoever was popular was because a lot of people currently... Are popular and then I read something that was also weird and creepy and find it ironic that while I was reading you know about this you know I can't believe exclusive type of you know news I had no idea about supposedly I find this eerie even though right now Justin Bieber is basically not so popular here in America but internationally he's very popular but he's been collaborating lately with Spotify And I had to find that very ironic. And I thought to myself, huh, is this what they're really talking about then? So this could explain why all this weird stuff is happening, you know, buying up the competition, bribing their way in the competition, and basically, man, and then having their stuff played more often than other people's. But to be honest with you guys, you know, when I'm on TikTok, and I've been on lately, basically, been going on there, watching some videos here and there, I've been able to find some songs that I like, also Instagram too, and I just, you know, stumble upon that, and I start liking it, and then I add it to my favorite playlist on my own Spotify account, so that basically doesn't really affect me, I mean, I don't really care who is popular, who is the top dog, or who is on top, but for me, I listen to what I like, and who I like, and I don't care who it is, and who's listening, but I like what I like, you know, whether it's new or old, I just hear what I like and that's it. And I ended like that. But apparently this is alarming and apparently this is just something. Which I didn't understand how that's even a possibility. But I guess, you know, you just really don't know, you know, what's going on these days. I, I always think to myself, technology is so exquisite and it's so awesome. But, it's not so awesome when you got cheaters cheating their way into everything and basically buying out the competition so that way they could be the top dog look I don't want to say this to be unkind no matter how they push some certain artists in my face for my attention to see them I'm probably not going to listen to them unless I like what I hear and see otherwise it's just not going to be for me I'm just too you know old-fashioned in that kind of sense like if I vibe with it I'll vibe with it if I don't I don't I guess this just goes with, saying, I'm not into trends, so whatever trends out there, I usually don't follow it, because I just don't effing care, and the point I'm trying to make is that, be aware people, this is happening, apparently I didn't know it was happening either, and I'm just basically new to this information too, if you are listening to this, and you're as shocked as me, believe me, you're not alone, it's a thing. Apparently, it was a thing. And I can't even believe it. On the anniversary of COVID-19 being with a whole year with us. Isn't that ironic? Just effing weird. And, you know, all I gotta say is, guys, you know, you do you, I'll do me, I'll listen to what I like, and that's all I gotta say about this in this tidbits for today on the anniversary of COVID-19. And as always, thank you for listening. This is Rosie Says. I'm Audi. And I'll see you next podcast. Hey, peeps. It's me again with Rosie Says here. And it's been a year with COVID. And it's us back to the anniversary of coronavirus with us. It's crazy to say that we made it this far. Some of us did, other of us didn't. I guess this day is basically a day of reflection. Maybe this will be probably the official holiday for coronavirus that changed our lives ultimately, uprooted some, ended others. And to the fact that I could tell you and one another, it wasn't like any other time. Yesterday I read a saddening story, but this wasn't really much of a surprise or any much different from a decade ago. Back in 2009, between that time during that recession, a lot of people experienced murder-suicides. And yet again, another family also did too. They were nameless. Unfortunately, the youngest child survived, and she's a 12-year-old girl, but everybody else died. Her father went nuts on a murder-suicide thing, killed himself, killed his wife, killed her older sister, almost killed her, but she managed to survive. So what I'm saying is, yeah, it's been a while, people. We've been here, stuck with COVID, for as long as we can remember. It feels like eons, but it's not. It's amazing we went this far. But it's crazy. And all I gotta say, peeps, is this. I'm grateful that some of us are alive. I'm saddened to know that some of us didn't make it out alive. So far, my sister, here in town, in this county, I mean, is alive. So far, my older sister, no reports of her up in Washington. Nothing to talk about or hear about anything saddening or dead on her end because she's still alive over there with her family. And children and husband. And of course my sister in, t- in in this county here. And her husband, they're doing okay with their lovable dog and their two kitties. Um, myself and my family, were here. I got to see my little brother again. Baby, you know, David. And I recorded him on my TikTok just so I can remember. Because he actually took a look at the tablet today. On my mom's tablet and his tablet over there. In a town in this county known as a Tascadero I'm talking about yeah he got to see us and I was so happy so grateful I'm just so happy that I got to see him and I recorded his video and no he's not bald his head is shaved I had to correct that case anyone was wondering why I said bald I wasn't thinking at the time I was just having so much fun and just so excited but yeah And with those kind of things, yeah, we've been all doing what I was doing today with my mom, seeing loved ones through a video camera, through a video option, like on Duo's app. And apparently, you know, that's basically uh, FaceTime for Android devices is Duo, which is basically that. And if anyone does know, it's that. Just letting you guys know. And what was so sad for me, um, you know, I, I didn't, I don't always get to watch my little brother on, you know, these video call apps, but when I do get a chance to see him, it's actually quite remarkable, but it hasn't been the same. I had a crazy dream today. I was so disappointed, sad, and depressed, and I was like crying in my own dream. I was cussing out my mom because I got mad at her. Because she sent one of my siblings out of the house again. And this one was my sister Alexa in my dream. It was really sad. And then she was accusing me and accosting me of not doing enough work. And not doing enough effort. And not being there enough for this to happen. That's why she sent my little sister away in my dream. And I was just so upset. And that's how I woke up today. I woke up with myself... Crying about my own sibling being put away, and this is because she's autistic. And even though she does cry a lot, you know, cause she is sort of a cry baby, you know, and she responds with tears and doesn't like doing, you know, therapy sessions. She likes to just mind her own business, but she's very affectionate, very kind, and I love her, you know, and she's a sweetheart. But, you know, she has her days where she just wants to kick it and just enjoy her afternoons and make it easy. But she, you know, because right now is the cold winter season still. She just wants to just be snuggled up in her bed. <laughs> All cute to yourself, of course. And she, yeah, she's just great. Alexa, I love her. And that was kind of how my day started today. It was a difficult start to my afternoon. Did not like it. But I am grateful that I loved it enough that I know that I was able to see my sister Alexa again and it just reinstated that. And then after that, seeing my brother in the evening at 630, it was just the highlight of my night. I was so happy. I saw my siblings and I just was so excited. Of course, Manny's there too and he's, he's still here with us. He's just been kind of a stinker today. And these days, because he's kind of growing up with a growth spurt, and his voice is changing, and it's deeper now, and he's getting taller than all of us, even my little sister Alexa. So it's funny and kind of cool. And anyways, these kind of moments I don't want to take for granted because it's been a year with COVID. And believe when I say this, yeah, it's been a year with COVID. We, it's it's these COVID times we're in. It's been a year totally. And after reading that kind of mess, that, you know, all the time we've been stuck at home, all the struggles, we had to go through the highlights, the down, not so great highlights. And, and it was just something I just didn't think was going to ever happen. While this was all happening, you know, here in America and the world, it just changed us all overnight. Seriously, it makes me appreciate the little facts that you know I still have my two other siblings with me, physically speaking. I can't say that about my little brother right now because of his response to you know having a crisis and freaking out and not having his way, and this pandemic pretty much uprooting his life and just making it hard for him because it's stressful for that little guy. Because the fact that, you know, um, he basically, you know, can't help himself for his own version of autism. And it's just something, just with so much struggle. And that's just been what's been happening, you know. It's been very tough. We haven't saw each other. And then after seeing his video today, all I could say is that, yeah, it makes me really appreciate this day even more and every year we're probably gonna remember this day every March 11 the day that it changed all our lives that made me realize my little brother has every right to be recognized and it was just so much that I just couldn't believe you know glad to see him today and hopefully on this day that we reflect I hope it was good for you guys too I really hope so I know it's hard to say that because right now some of us can't really say that. Some of us actually have, you know, families that pretty much died. We have families, like in my case, you know, are separated anyways because of restrictions and how far we live. You know, I, I never thought about how much lucky we are because, you know, we had our family living in the area. And then we have... You know, started to break ourselves apart because we were like, arguing and complaining so much. And then also having like work opportunities calling us. And so this is where we started separating ourselves apparently. And apparently with all that said, yeah, it was tough. But now it's like we're okay now. We're in a safer spot financially speaking. Emotionally speaking. Respectfully, things are just coming back to normal slowly hopefully but it won't be the same of course in my family's case you know this month supposedly I'm basically repacking up in this current place that we've been living here since 2018 yeah it's been almost three years here almost The reason why I say almost because June of 2018 I was living here I think, yeah, I think it was 2018. And we had to move because on our old house in town here, we had to relocate to this new home because that house was up for renovations. And also, it was another room for us, so we upgraded from a three-bedroom to a four-bedroom. And now we're here in this four-bedroom. Supposedly, we're going to upgrade... To another home, near a park, near a pool, near a uh, place where you could do aerobics, uh, a youth center, and stuff like that. Probably too far from anything, but still not too far from the train station, which is really the highlight of our lives here. But yeah. With that said, it's like, huh, what could we do? Anyways, people. That's all I got to say about that. Looking forward to packing up hopefully soon and relocating to the new house in town here. I can't say move because if it was a move, I would not be living in the same town. So it's not a move. It's a relocation. For us, that's what we're really focusing on right now. Me and my family. A relocation. Relocating. Then that's all. It's little, but these little these little steps... You know, there are big leaps to even better, bigger things. So, yeah. I'm just hoping this tax season isn't too bad on all of us. I'm hoping things are still looking forward to go. I heard Biden today rolled out the stimulus check and finally um, signed it off. So this coming weekend, some of us are eligible, which is pretty much majority of Americans, are going to be eligible for a stimulus stipend. For that one time thing. And then hopefully. Things will just smooth out then. And I have to say this people. I know this year with COVID. It got me thinking for this whole time. All I said to myself is soon. As this lockdown started. I told myself as soon. This is what I said to myself last year. Around this time. I said to myself in the afternoon. I bet they're going to find a vaccine. They're going to make one. It won't be long. And you know why I said that? I said that because I know the technology we have and possess will accelerate the time and even the distribution. If not, basically, where we're going to warehouse it and store it. Problem is, it's just making the batches and making sure they were safe. And that was pretty much. And they pretty much basically did all that craziness for over a year. That was weird, but I mean, I have to say it. I'm impressed by the speed of technology. It has been so expedient, you know? All this rollout was so expedite, and now supposedly our former asinine orange egghead of a freaking fake fat president, Donald Trump, basically is trying to claim dibs on the rollout, and he basically put out a statement saying, hey, don't forget who's the one who initiated this problem is with him if we give him credit for something like this i'd have to even give china credit for having him basically screw himself over during office because the fact that how he didn't take care of business in this country the way he's supposed to except he was being negligent and ignored and just kept pushing this stupid nonsense of making fun of the people of a country by calling it The same thing as the name of where their origins are from, which is the China virus. I'm like, dumbass. It came from Wuhan, so just be, you know, precise. It wasn't just in the country of China. It's not the whole thing. It was just a portion of it. But the difference is, ignorance is bliss. That's the difference. And I guess you can't even be politically correct, because some people just don't want to have any lip for it. Apparently so. And basically today, you know, I talked to my mom today about all this bogus nonsense of people being assholes and not taking the vaccina- vaccination serious, and I heard today to my dismay, my sister Liz supposedly may not want to be interested in taking the vaccine for some reason. And I'm not sure why, but I guess she probably heard all that bullshit about all that or anti-vaxxer crap. Because apparently she probably was, you know, succumbed to the fear that was in the air already. And what CBS, you know, talked about in a interview they did with some psychologists, I guess, sometime this year. You know, right after the January 6th incident and then... Because we've been, we're still dealing with the pandemic. So what happened was this older gentleman was talking with these two anchors, and talking about how times like the pandemic or recession, and in our case it's both, has been like the spawn of the basically of all these conspiracy th- theorists nutso cases. And I'm gonna say this, I what I always call conspiracy theorists, I always call them conspiracy shits. And that's a nickname I've been giving them because for all the time conspiracy theorists always do is just peddle shit. So what I've been joking about all this time when every time I tweet something I would just call them conspirishits, Because all they do is conspire with their bullshit. So there you go. Apparently, they were talking about this themselves that the only reason why people are only interested in these conspiracies is because they're in a time of great weakness And so for them, you know, of course having distrust is just a natural feeling because the fact of the matter is things are not going people's way and then basically people are just going crazy and losing hopelessness and so what they turn to is just their own, you know, so-called better judgment but their better judgment is just a misunderstanding because things are just not going well because since things have been going awry for a whole fucking year people think it's okay to just go nuts too. You know, it's been a whole year and people decide to go crazy. I mean, if this was more than a year, I'd understand why they were crazy. But to me, it's very suspect when people go crazy because a year of coronavirus and they just think it's okay to lose their minds at this point. I'm just like, ugh. You guys sound like someone who's been stuck on an island like in the movie Castaway. You know, Wilson doesn't hear you because guess what? Wilson's a fucking ball. And when you tell people... You're conspiracy shit nuts, you conspiracy shits. You're the reason why people are going nuts. You're peddling your bullshit because you're the one going with a crazy inner dilemma of not accepting reality is what we're in. And this is reality. You know? And I'm going to say this straight up. I admit China did wrong for withholding information for as long as September and up to October, knowing that they had the virus swirling and basically festering over there. But that doesn't mean... When it came here, it was still their fault. No. Soon as the virus came out, soon as our health care officials did their best to alert us and tried to their best, even though they were just, and I keep saying this to you guys, and they even say this themselves, they're learning this as basically as much as we're learning about this. And they were just trying to find safety precautions, if not measures, to get us away from unnecessary stuff so and what i have to say is that yeah i can blame china all i want but it's really not their fault except for the government see and i have to say about the recent attacks with asian people is very also annoying because people are really just beating them up because they're upset because the virus came from their country specifically in one region which is Wuhan. And they're basically throwing, you know, down with these people because they're basically trying to say it's their fault why we're in a pandemic and we're in a shutdown lockdown situation because of them. And it doesn't give them any right to do that to those people. I understand the frustration, but I'm not going to sit there and just watch that shit in front of my face and say, oh, it's your fault, Asian people, that your Asian government didn't do its job. Then blame the Asian government, but not the freaking people from those lands or who are basically of that origin okay their government is wrong and wrong for it but i'm not going to sit there and take them or let people take that to them it's just not right okay i understand this year of covid had brought us to some unsettling places like talking about why racism is real and I get that, and I applaud people for it because I think it's a good conversation. I just wish it didn't have to take a pandemic for people to realize racism is real, okay? I find it very unflattery that racism is a conversation only now because people only care about it now because they made the time to care about racial issues. But yet, before, when racism was still alive and well, we were steamrolling without bullshit— for some reason, during this racial awakening of racial racist truths, for some reason, before the pandemic started, before all that, nobody cared about any of these protests, any of this stuff, and they still didn't give a fuck if we were going to deal with the pandemic or not. That's how messed up our country is, okay? And it's been a year with COVID for us to realize we have racist issues to discuss, basically and reasons why we shouldn't be like that anymore and the sad part about it is that nobody even thought about thinking about this stuff before the pandemic happened which i find it very ironic and very unnerving besides unsettling and so stupid so fucked up okay that's all i gotta say about that and then we're having distrust with our government and our healthcare officials because of our own inhibitions not working out and because Of the fact that in order for us to stay safe, unfortunately, it meant sacrificing our livelihoods and keeping us at home. But the only thing what was wrong was the CDC didn't pretty much account for was like, yeah, in theory, it's okay to shelter in place. But financially, it doesn't make any sense to do it. You see, that's what pretty much this year has been basically nothing but a hands-on learning experience for reals. And we had to pretty much regard this year forever this 11th of every march basically 11 days after the first and basically seven days before st patty's day isn't that ironic not only we can't pinch anybody after a day like this now we have to be careful how drunk we are gonna be seven days from now so anyways that's all i gotta say about this people is that that's all the four reflections Of this pandemic made me realize that all this shit that people are into right now, protesting this time, talking about racial stuff, talking about conspiracy this shit and conspiracy that shit. Man, people, where the fuck were you before the pandemic and the recession made you realize where you fucking had to hit down to rock bottom to realize things were getting real? where the fuck were you in La, La Land oh I guess you were social distancing this whole time because when you were social distancing on your phones you didn't have to do that with the pandemic you were doing it without one so it's weird how a pandemic made you realize that social distancing was a joke because you've been doing that for so many years since 2007 and you have yourselves to blame because you took part on wanting to hold a phone that you enjoyed okay let's admit that Let's admit that. And let's also admit why we all did it. Because we love technology. We love things going. So it didn't make any sense why people bitched about the speed of the vaccines coming. Okay? Or if there wasn't kind of any signs of irregularities. Or whatever. People still volunteered anyways. Regardless of the irregularities that were out there. And yes, unfortunately, some people did die in the end. And yes, that's a pretty much the argument. But you know what? You don't want to hear this, but in life, we all have a time limit on this planet anyways. Whether we die from the virus or not is really up to the Heavenly Father. Not really up to us or the vaccine, to be honest. And after this point, you should have known that better, people. You lived in the world so physically. And then it became digitally. But in real life, it's always been spiritually. And you pretty much ignored that. And now you're into conspiracies? Oh, please. Get the fuck out of here with that stuff. Anyways, people. That's all I gotta say about this reflection day. This is me just ranting on a day of reflection. Not to be inflection or deflection of any sorts to anything. But I'm just making my point here. You guys have been just upsurped today. It was almost like the big April Fool's of the century. It feels like. And I feel like this is people's reality check today. Not really a day of reflection. More like people's reality check. Yeah, I fucking said it. You guys did all that bullshit for a whole year because you just didn't want to stay at home. That's all it was. And then also now, with all the people trying to insist on going back to normal, with all the freaking face masks, you know, being lost and burnt in a bunch of fucking trash cans and then being just flicked to the side on a pavement somewhere, on the ground somewhere, when I'm walking around in person somewhere? Hmm. Please. And you're worried about being in lockdown forever? Bitch, you've been in here with me in your own house for a whole year, and then some of us even lost a home, and even some of us lost our lives. The only feel people I feel like who should be complaining about being locked down anywhere is the nurses and the doctors at the hospitals. Because, boy, when I tell you, They've been more locked down than any of us. And I don't care if you say, well, that's their job and that's what they signed up for. Fuck you. No one signed up for this job. Just like nobody signed up to be a governor of their state to be recalled like Gavin Newsom. No one signed up for that job either. No one suspected anything about this virus coming up in a big come up like this. Nobody did. It just suddenly happened because life is very unpredictable that way. I hope you idiots remember this, okay? who who that criticizes our governor those who criticize you know, nurses and doctors nobody ever signed up for a job way difficult than what they were trained to do nobody, it just happened you know do you believe when I say this accidents happen? yes, if accidents happen to you, then what do you think I'm going to say about what this pandemic was, was a big fucking accident I don't think it's much of a, a conspiracy as much as it's just a big basically you know a big you know hit and upheaval for us because apparently it happened by accident but intentionally the freaking secrecy swirling in china was the only thing they did wrong and that's pretty much what happened because people keep keeping secrets instead of just being honest how about let's keep honesty huh Let's try that for once, but no, we're probably not gonna, we're still gonna be on a conspiracy bullshit tropes, we're still gonna be insisting on nonsense, we're still gonna dismiss the people who keep doing their jobs, and because certain previous leaders, you know, encouraged and inflamed our minds to be idiots, instead of thinking, you know what, these people went to school and did this job, and did this job valiantly, we should just give them a shot, you know, no. We're just basically giving them a hard time. And with our frustrations, that's why Gavin Newsom is being recalled because of people's frustration. It's all about frustration, people. This year has been nothing but a big fucking frustration in itself. It's fucking frustrating. God. But anyways, people. I don't want to make this podcast too long anyways. And also, I just want to tell you guys it is a reflection podcast. And me reminiscing you earlier and then basically complaining to you about this earlier. Well, yeah. I know we all had it. But it's a year, guys. It's not like two years. It's not like ten years. It's not like five years. It's just one year. Okay? Think of it like this. Most of us are getting our vaccinations up. Most of us are quarantining in place. Most of us are doing what's right. and Like me and my mom. And most of us are staying out of sight. And not making it harder for our nurses and doctors because right now I have two family members that actually are nurses, my aunt and my cousin, both of them women, and both of them are in the front lines in Orange County somewhere, (laughs) bagging dead people, spending time with some people, and spending with some other people for the last time, and that's just the crazy truth. And on this day of reflection, I just want to tell you guys who are nurses and doctors out there, thanks. And I'll keep doing my part and stay out of sight, okay? The last thing I want is my great-grandma out of nowhere (laughs) come in a ghost form and chastise me and chew me out for being a dumbass because I was too busy being bored at home instead of thinking, hey, you know what? Life's not going to always be for a long time, you know? (laughs) I understand this life is short, but in reality you know everything happens for a reason so maybe this was a big reason this happened and whatever that reason was it's almost over okay there is a light in the end of the tunnel for those who care there is so i'm just saying people it's not forever it just feels like it's forever but it's definitely not forever in reality forever never always stays for long And that's what I know. is, If life doesn't stay for long, so does forever. It doesn't stay for long. So guess what I'm going to say about the pandemic. The pandemic won't be for long. I'm not sure how long the recession will be. But that depends on how much more people are losing their jobs today. And how much more people are still able to work today. And still maintain their current jobs today. And that really depends. And if we do bounce back from this, hopefully by this summer... This will just be a slight blur, I'll just say. But not in a way that's going to basically, I would think, be too bad. But just us to recognize where we just, you know, came from to where we are now. You know? I'm just saying, people. It's lost to take in, you know? Lots of us just didn't see this coming. And that's okay. Not all of us were meant to see this coming. But this is a day of reflection to remember. There are things that are going to be happening ahead for us if we just cooperate, if we just listen a little, if we just give people like our healthcare providers and government a little bit of a chance and do our part. It's not that hard. It's just a peace of mind. And do your part and put your peace in time. (laughs) Because if you want this puzzle to ever be finished... From this co- year with COVID. I suggest do it people. Just think of it like this. It makes life easier. When we all work together. <laughs> Even though I know we're not all in this together. But if we can work together. In our own weird special ways. This won't be so bad. After all. And that's all I got to say. So take this word from me. And have a good night okay. Or a good day. Or a good morning out there. And as always, this is Rosie Says, and see you next podcast.